Our best defense has been social distancing. No handshaking, staying home when you're sick, washing your hands frequently. Did you wash your hands? Welcome to a special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. As we continue to deal with the coronavirus pandemic that has affected the world over, your hosts, Alvin and Edmund, will be joined by medical professionals that will keep you informed, safe, and healthy inside and out. And now, here are your hosts, Alvin and Edmund. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? This is Alvin here on the Old Fashioned Health Show. Good health inside and out. Edmund is on the way. He had to uh, try to try to uh, get in front of front of uh, traffic, but I think he just busting in the door. Y'all know he always wait to the last minute, running up in here. And and I, I don't oh, man, I ain't, I ain't even got a word. Don't just take your time, man. Get you some air, get, cause we don't want to hear you doing breathing out loud and stuff. Can't you talking about? He wait to the last minute. Jeez, he you know, you know, you know what you know what an old an old head told me an old person older person what told they me? What? they said uh, better late than never. Okay, just because they said it don't make it right. Oh yes, it does. No, it don't. You know why? You can't be holding you on. You know some why? Old, some of the old sayings wasn't right. Hey, just like some of the old monuments we got that we tearing down. Some of the old sayings are not right. And from what I hear, some people tearing down the wrong ones also. In all addition the, to all the ones that's tore down are the right ones. So the one at Frederick Douglass is the right one. Did you see that one tore down? My father told me about it. I hadn't had a chance to check it out just yet. You might but want to check that out. Okay. Right. If 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 Frederick, if Frederick Douglass is down, it wasn't the Black Lives Matter or the protesters for the uh, for the civil rights thing. That might have been other people for a different agenda. Okay, let me do a little research on yeah, that. Yeah, do your little homework. Don't come allegedly, in like five minutes and try to give right, giving us a history lesson. After you, about said five, you say five, five minutes. Five minutes, then try to give us a history lesson on what's going on. <laughs> How is everybody doing out there? I hope everybody's doing well. On this beautiful day, man. How was how was your weekend, man? My weekend? Yeah, the uh, yeah, your trip. Yeah, 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 trip. Weekend was good. It was, weekend it was, was good. good. Okay, it was good. Okay, Definitely. Okay. Yeah. All right, weekend all right. was really good. All right. All right. Well, you know, it's kind of like me. <laughs> you know, you be around old people, and they be like, shh, shh, shh. They See, do no, that you to just you. you just said the old people's word. That, I'm gonna have to have to speak with you on that because you got wait, the respect. You can, See, the you can, you older people have been there. They they can. Well, first of all, I want old people that said info. what you just said. Who anyway, was it, it wasn't was no older people saying that's just a slang that people use. Older people say stuff like Where did like, that slang come from? It wasn't older people. So it didn't originate as long as we've been hearing those phrases from older people that were younger then that are older now. Uh-uh. It wasn't passed on? Uh-uh. Where did it come from then? That's some stuff from folks made up that want to do wrong. <laughs> that want to do wrong? <laughs> but you know what? I also heard now. Let me, let me, let me, let me say this part. Right. You can hear. Certain things, say it and or live by it, work by it, whatever. But another one was, you know, is to get to get there early is to be on time. And to get there on time is to be late. So it just depends on how you look at it. That's not only accurate, uh, and it doesn't matter what's young or old, that's an accurate statement that makes sense. No, I and I and I agree with you on that too. Yeah, except and, for when they when they say Apple don't fall too far from the tree, that's some stuff people made up. Well, does it fall from a tree? How can it fall real far from a tree? But the but what they're <laughs> trying to say is that like they'll say like you look like your father, the apple don't fall. Do you too look far like your father? It depends on what term that they're using there. If they say, uh like my father used to he he drank a lot, right? Okay. I don't drink. So it depends on what, when you want to use this apple. You want to use it so for a drink or you want to use it for a look. Now okay. I look like my father, that apple could be but that's another what, that's apple, what right? they probably were more was meaning in that element. Mm. We're talking about that out there what they were talking about. All right, all right. <laughs> 
So listen, y'all. I like the, I like the shirt. Thank you. Yeah, shirt was uh, dope. This is a uh, uh, this is this day is packed with a lot of information. Okay. So today we had John Lewis's homegoing services. Yes. Um, Herman Kane, which was uh, used to be a member of my church of Antioch North, uh, some time ago when we were all at the same church, passed away today. Yes. Of the coronavirus. Yes. If you might remember Herm- Herman Kane, controversial uh, image that they put out, he was at um, Donald Trump's rally remember all of the I did see that people. video snippet and, yes. yeah and he was there and then he ended up catching coronavirus uh contracted coronavirus right after that was okay. over and so from what I understand today yeah he passed away and Herman had he he in spite of that the other side of Herman he was so smooth and he always had this really like this welcoming smile all the time and, I mean, okay. you, the political part of it you may you may have disagreed with but him as a person he always greets you with this smile to make you just like okay so if you smile you, he just kind of make made you smile you know all right uh so that that was that and uh so it's quite a few other things going on uh here in this country i understand i found out today that they got some other kind of virus that's similar to COVID. that's kind of like uh, the flu really and it looks like the flu. And this young lady was up uh, talking about it uh, on social media that she had had the oh, I had the coronavirus test today. Really, I sure did. And okay. it wasn't it wasn't that hard. That it, it was it wasn't painful. Mm-hmm. It's uncomfortable. Okay, it's uncomfortable. So I did that. Uh, and the only reason why I did it was because it was right next door to the office, and they was like, "We going away freaking wrong." And I there wasn't hardly no line. I'm like. I mean, okay. why not? Just let me just. You said right next door to the office, so you've been over there working, putting in work as well, right? Air day. Okay. Air day. Uh, and, yeah. and, and, that, yeah. and that's that's how it's you went fishing, to be. didn't you? No, I I thought about it, but this particular trip wasn't. I didn't want to uh, be, you know. I wait on that one, on that uh, part. You okay. know what I'm saying? Okay. I, I had a I had a to do task, and that was one that if I finished out that task mm. would be a little extra if I were able to do it. But that was my personal. You know, thing okay. that I want to go do or whatever, but I, I can do push that till later. Okay, it wasn't that important. Well, uh, so we got uh, two great topics that we're going to talk about today. All right, uh, Doctor Doctor Alexander and Doctor Hines is calling in today. Uh, Doctor Sue is in the midst of uh, her, her with her medical profession with some stuff she got going on that she can't again make it make definitely it understandable. Um, and also. Today, when we play uh, our song, we're going to dedicate our entry song, Lift Every Voice, and sing to the late, great Congressman John Lewis. Let's do it. All right, so yep. we'll be right back. This is Alvin. And Edmund. On the real 1100.
Rejuvenation for youthfulness and beauty is trending worldwide. People are getting laser hair removal, Botox, dermal fillers, skin brightening, tightening, lifting, and reshaping. SmartPlex ATL, a comprehensive medical spa, located in East Cobb, 4799 Old Town Parkway. You can also visit us online at SmartPlexATL.com. Dr. Alexander and his team enjoy pampering you while you receive customized treatments in a beautiful, calming, zen-like atmosphere. SmartPlex ATL, we are your Hollywood destination for exciting, youthful rejuvenation. All right, y'all, we're back. This is Alvin. And Edmund. Here on the Old Fashioned Health Show. Good health inside and out. All right, y'all, we got Doc on the line. Doc, what you got for us? How you doing? What's up, Doc? Man, oh man, oh man, brothers, brothers, you know what? It is good to be here. How you fellas doing today? Man. Absolutely wonderful. Yeah, man. It's 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 been a beautiful day from starting from this morning. How about that? You know what? I hear it in your voices. Man. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I think I'd be remiss. You know, right now, uh everyone's honoring uh, John Lewis and, and I'm in that group. You know, I I'm I'm mourning and honoring him and I'm so proud of the things that he has done. Mm-hmm. Uh to see someone, uh, he was so young, 
you know, when he when he started this this whole thing, and he he kept on this road his entire life. He never gave up, and I mean, that is a beautiful thing because right now I'm wondering, you know, even with just trying to get people and stay excited for the amount of time that Black Lives Matter really started to take off, is it going to carry over? Not from 19 until, let's see, he was, what, 80-something years old? 84. 84, okay. Not from 19 to 84. How about from the times that Black Lives Matter to the time we're supposed to vote? Mm. Can you keep that kind of spirit for at least that long? I believe they can. I believe they can. I'm hoping. I mean, I'm hoping, you know, because I need people to show up. Because when I look at some of these rallies, Mm. I I see other nationalities Mm -hmm. representing Mm -hmm. Black Lives Matter in larger numbers than the black lives that matter. Bro, can I just step in one second yeah, and say I, one I, thing? I got something to say about that too. Go All ahead. right, look, I had a conversation with my mom about that, and um, she brought it to my attention, and I told her because she was, somehow we got on the subject of the Black Lives Matter T-shirts and the signs and stuff, and she said, you know, there's a lot of people all over the world showing love and wearing those. I said, but baby, that's in Atlanta too. Like, I see that on a regular here. And I said, and even situations where it's not so much as for just the mainstream element, for a photo op, for a video op, for news, such and such. You know, I've been places and, and seen where people are standing out there solo representing you know, not of color, but representing for that. So I guess my thing is just kind of piggybacking off of what you're saying. It's not a will it last? Let's keep this energy going as a as a whole thing, as a people, you know, pushing for the element of that respect that is due now is time. Well, well, and I guess the reason I bring it up is that I want to see those people who say that they matter mm-hmm. show up. When it matters. When it matters. That's a good one, Doc. Understood. Say that one more time because I I'm, I want to make sure I heard you because my headphones kind of slid a little bit. What do you say now? <laughs> I said, I, said <laughs> I want to see okay. that for those people that say black lives matter, uh-huh. I want to see them show up when it matters. All right. Well, all right. Okay. All right. I now, heard it this time. said that, something very interesting, it, it saddens me because as a physician, I don't want to hear about anybody passing. Um, But the stupidity of uh, people ignoring how serious this thing is, corona, listening to people who are non-medical. And I don't know, you know, what's what's happening where where there's this divisiveness between the uh, political community uh, and the medical community, while all of a sudden science doesn't matter. But um, today... Um, Herman Cain. People may remember him. Yeah. He was a Republican who, who uh, wanted to run for president. And then um, when that didn't happen, he actually was the uh, co-chairman for Black Voices for Trump. And um, he was very, very active a few months ago, very active. Um, I, I have to commend him in that he uh, was entrepreneur enough to be able to get some Burger Kings and some Godfather's pizzas. And, yeah, and he yeah, actually yeah. became a very wealthy man. Hmm. Um, but, but even with that, he didn't use common sense. All right? Now, politically, we don't stand on the same side of the fence, but that's okay. We can disagree within our community, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but common sense should always rule you. That was, this was not the topic for the day, but I, I, can't, I can't resist it because... 
he went to a, a rally for Donald Trump in Tulsa, Oklahoma, on June 20th. Now, watch these numbers. June 20th. He was, he actually in 2006 has, had stage four colon cancer, so he already had a weakened immune system. So on June 20th, he goes to Tulsa, Oklahoma for that rally for Trump. Not that many people showed up, but his butt was there. No mask. Okay? Today, on June 1st, he, uh, or July 1st, I'm sorry, July 1st, he entered into a hospital here in Atlanta for COVID-19. So, Doc, you know what? I, um, Today he died. So I don't want to cut you off, but a, a caller just called in. I'm thinking she might want to make a comment on on, on something you just said earlier. You, can yeah, we take yeah. the call? All right, bring, bring in. Call it. Hello. Hey, Hello. how are you? How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? We're good. What's your name? My name is Miss Sharon. Miss Sharon? Okay. How are you? I'm wonderful. I just wanted to uh, call to thank you. Thank you, young men and Miss Jazzy J. Jasmine Edmonds for this platform and to assure you to listen to your mother because she's right. This will continue. Black Lives Matter and every other uh, organization will continue the fight. This is the second wave of the movement. Wow. It's spiritual. To lose John Lewis and C.T. Vivian on the same day mm. and then Herman Cain on the day that John Lewis is funeralized is a sign. This 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 virus doesn't care. Okay, this is going to be a bipartisan movement. Mm. Yeah, so well, keep the faith. All right, we'll do. Faith, and thank you so much for calling in. Thank you, Doc. Yes, sir. Uh, I appreciate that that young lady calling in, you know, and, and expressing, yes, you know, giving giving support to your program. This is uh, it's a beautiful thing. Yes, it is. Is. We're, I'm it I'm is. like I'm like floors, like young uh, ma'am, whoever you are. Thank you so much for calling, and uh, we appreciate your support. Keep praying for us. So we can make it as as, uh, as as great as we can. Yeah. And Doc, you got so much good information you share with us. I think that's part of the reason why people listen to us as well because uh, we have great guests and host uh, the co-host with us to share information about health and uh, COVID and all that kind of thing. And so with that further ado, as they say in church, we're going to let you take the floor. All right. And all you, right. Got, you gonna, got some time too, by the way. Forward. So, you know, uh, just, just to reiterate people, wear your mask. Okay. It's so important. Um, uh, I saw a, um, a depiction of why we should wear a mask. And, and I think that should be everywhere. Um, they were showing that somebody who had COVID who had no mask on. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they showed a person who was trying to be responsible by not sh- that not um, giving any germs out with a mask on, okay. And 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 the person was in close proximity to them. So you had the one person with the mask on who didn't have COVID. You had the person who had no mask on who had COVID. And they were talking. You could see the germs going to that person, and it was hitting that person with the mask on, all in their face and their hair, all over their clothes. You know, they were spreading the virus. And this is how Herman Cain caught it, with no one having masks on, and he breathed it in. And this thing took over his body, and it didn't matter how much money he had, that he owned Godfather's Pizzas, that he owned um, uh, uh, Burger Kings, that he was on the, um, the Federal Reserve Bank for Kansas City, you know. It, it didn't matter. So, so 
let's please use some common sense. Now, my program for the day, and I don't know if we got enough time to go through it, but we'll start. You know, I love to talk about GMO foods and foods yeah. no nutrition and additives and preservatives. And um, we may have to continue this next week because this is this is a, a fun topic for me, you know, because I get a chance to really just slam some people and some some business. <laughs> well, uh, Doc, you got you got you got another full fifteen minutes. I just granted it to you, so go. Awesome. Well, we got this. We got this now. Right. Okay. So the basics uh, of, of of nutrition, right? We think about what calories, and then then the the four big groups. We're not going to talk about the preservatives and the additives and all those things today and GMOs. We're just going to talk about regular old food. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we. We know that you can only eat a certain amount of calories in order to stay healthy and fit. Otherwise, you start gaining too much weight. And if you don't take in enough, then you become anorexic. And then the four things that we worry about within those foods is how much sugar is in there, how much fat is in there, how much protein, how much salt. Okay? And as African Americans, you know, all of those things are so important. How much fat, how much sugar, how much salt. You know, protein, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. But for sure, fat, sugar, salt. Oh, and oh, I forgot one, carbs. Okay? carbs. All right. So if we are just going to look at what an average person should be taking in, the calories should be anywhere between 1,500 and 2,500. I think we pretty much all agree with that. Unless you're some football player or you, you, you're cycling um, 300 miles a day or whatever, 150 miles a day, 100 miles a day, you don't need 6,000 calories. The average person, even if they're athletic, they play basketball, tennis, whatever, they don't need any more than 2,500 calories a day. And, and the average person somewhere between 1,500 and 2,500 calories. Okay. So that, that's what we're going to establish. All right. As far as sugar consumption, all right, I got to give you numbers today so we, can, we, we have a, a common ground to talk on. So sugar today, uh, a man should have about 36 grams of sugar, no more than that, and a woman no more than 25 grams. Now, what does that come to in teaspoons? For a man, that would be nine teaspoons of sugar. That's a lot of damn sugar, don't you think? <laughs> and and women, six teaspoons. Okay, do you know what the average person is getting in, though? Every, 17 teaspoons of sugar a day. Wow, that's 17. a lot. That's a lot of sugar. Right. Now, let me show you how easy it is to get that much sugar into your body. If you drink one Coke, that is 9.75, almost 10 teaspoons of sugar. Of sugar. Wow. The, the max for a man is nine teaspoons. So if you drink a Coke, you're already over what you're supposed to have for the whole day, and all you had was a Coke. Wow. <laughs> so one Coke, right, you're over. Mm-hmm. And if you're a woman, you're almost four teaspoons over already with one Coke. So when we see all this obesity out here and we see these people walking around with these big cups, you know, from um, these gas stations <laughs> where you can get the stuff so cheap, okay, oh and then 64-ounce cups. Now, when I say Coke, I was talking about a 12-ounce. Wow. Yeah, I wasn't talking about the 20, the 24-ounce. The super size, oh. the, the oversize. Right, right. I wasn't <laughs> talking about the big leaders the big that they're walking around dump. with, these 64 yeah. ounces that they're walking around with because they got them for a dollar. Mm. Right. So, so we got to think about what we're doing. Okay, next, carbohydrates. Okay. Normal is about 130 grams. If you're diabetic, 120. So 130 grams, okay, is what you should have. And um, salt, about 1,500 milligrams per day. Most Americans are taking 3,400 milligrams per day. All right, so let's have a little fun. Okay, right. let's go have a little fun. We're going to go to your favorite restaurants, and, and, and Doc is going to uh, shake things up a little bit. <laughs> Okay. okay. All right. 
Okay, so here we go. Here we go. All right. So now, not all these restaurants are in our area, you know, but but you've heard of some of them. Okay, so let's just st- start with the worst food in America. We're gonna talk <laughs> about Outback Steakhouse. Okay. All right. So they got these these fries that they put this cheese on with a little ranch dressing. Okay, and and they call them the Aussie cheese fries. Okay. 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 You know, looking in the pan, man, they just, you know, I guess they look delectable, I guess, if you like that kind of thing. But you know how many calories you're getting from this little pan of fries? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Now, we said that the, the amount we're supposed to have is anywhere between 1,500 and 2,500. And really, it's 1,500 probably for females and 2,500 for males. Okay. okay? But I'm going to let, since there's some big girls out there that play ball and play volleyball and stuff, like that, I'm going to say everybody can get 2,500. So we're going to use 2,500. Okay. Okay. That's our number. All right. For one. This one little snack, okay, this is not a meal. These are your cheese fries, 2,900 calories, 182 grams of fat, and 240 grams of carb. So we said that your, your total carbs for the day is 130, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. So 240 right there, okay? And we said that your grams of fat, the most that you should have for grams of fat is um, probably uh, 100 grams of fat. Okay, that's the most. It should be as little as 33. 100 is your max. 97 is the max, okay? Right. So we just say it's, say it's 100. 182 grams of fat. 182. You guys there? Yes, I'm here. I'm writing oh, it down. Okay. Actually, I got to echo all of a sudden. No okay. problem. Right. Okay, so here we go. Um, how about chilies? Let's go over the chilies for the awesome blossom. You know, that's that... that um, the onion. That onion. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 2,710 calories. 203 grams of fat. And let me tell you, okay, so we didn't talk about salt. Salt, we said 1,500 milligrams? Yes. Ooh, 6,360 milligrams of salt. Salt. 6,360 milligrams of salt in that one onion. 1,500 is the max. Now, let me tell you what I see in my practice. Um, When we go to a dialysis center, you see African-American people mostly, who have high blood pressure mm-hmm. and diabetes. All right. Most of the high blood pressure is coming from sodium, salt, too much salt, because we are salt retainers. And we had to be, in order to be able to work in those fields, in order to be able to make it across from you know Africa to the, the, the New World, I guess you'd call it, we had to be able to hang on to salt because you would dehydrate in, the, in that heat and there wasn't that much fresh water on board. Mm. So, so many people died in the transit and then they took us and put us in the fields. So a bunch of people died out there because they didn't realize you have to hydrate these people. And so the ones that made it were the ones that could hang on to salt and they reproduced. And so all of us now have this, this gene for retaining salt. We don't need, we're not working in the fields anymore. We don't need to re- retain salt anymore. All the foods have all this salt. So all we probably need is probably 1,000 milligrams of salt as African-Americans. And here we are, we go to Chili's, hmm. and we're getting 6,360 from the appetizer. Just the onion. Wow. Right, just the appetizer. We haven't eaten the rest of the day. <laughs> and we got 6,000. Okay. A lot. A lot of people probably just aren't aware of the fact of how much, like you say, uh, salt intake and and fat intake and and all that all these items like may have. Because most people just think, okay, it's just the onion with some you know garnishes, and we just eat this. You know, um, 
and then you providing this information for them to be more aware of that. But I'm sorry, go ahead. I, but Doc, isn't it is it true that uh, or what do you think that what which one would you prefer? I, from what I'm understanding is processed food with salt in them or sodium is worse than just having table salt that you sprinkle on food that has uh, like if you're making some potatoes or something or greens or something like that and you just sprinkle salt on them versus eating processed food with a lot of salt is that is there a difference well you know what that is the argument that people try to make in order to get people to slowly make the change but the reality is salt is salt you know if you eat more than you need uh then you have a problem now my father he started having some some kidney problems where his kidney started to show some failure um and uh, this was probably six, seven, eight, maybe 10 years ago. And my mother will, is, is kind of OCD, so she'll do whatever the doctor tells them. She won't do what I tell them, but she'll do what the doctor <laughs> tells them, okay? So, so she um, put him on a very strict low-sodium diet. He liked to have an occasional beer and that kind of stuff, got a lot of sodium in it. And she put him on a very strict diet. Now, they tell you that you cannot get improvement in your kidneys or any organ, but the truth is, if you go to something that is radical, okay, that and because you're scared and you don't want to wind up on dialysis, all right, in this case, he didn't want to wind up on dialysis because with dialysis, you're going three days a week, then what you will do is you will make the change. And so my mother made the change for him, and he is 84 years old, um, and this year, 84, actually showed improvement in his kidney function. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's almost normal. Okay, and that's unheard of because we won't make that change. Just keep destroying it. And so they listen to things like, well, this kind of salt, you know, Mediterranean salt is better than, or sea salt is better than regular salt. What about the pink Himalayan salt? Still salt. Well, the pink Himalayan, it has minerals in it, but it's still salt. Okay. Okay. I use the pink Himalayan myself when I'm going to use, but the reality is salt is salt. Now, it does have some other mineral, makes it a little better in some ways because it might balance a little bit of that salt. But, you know, I don't want to say that too, too loudly because you're still getting the sodium. So if you're still getting in 2,000 milligrams of salt, you got in 2,000 milligrams of salt. I don't care what form it's in, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you could have went and picked it up yourself and said, well, you know, I, I harvested it myself. I don't care how you got it. It's, it's salt. still salt. <laughs> and we are still salt retainers. And so regardless of whether we pour it on afterwards or we cook it in our food or we get it from a processed meat or whatever, that salt is still salt and it's affecting your body. And so we have to think, you know what, what we put in is who we are and it's how we function. So, you know, uh, let's, all right, so let's look at the next one. Uh, the next one's going to be on the border, uh, nachos. These are nachos. Uh, 5,280 milligrams of sodium, okay? And, um, you know, 166 grams of fat. So, you know, the, the calories, we're not even going to talk about. The calories is off the chain, mm. all right? All right, how about macaroni grill? You know, because people like to go get a little pasta and whatnot. Okay. Over 5,000 milligrams of salt, 128 grams of fat. Yeah. Okay, 207 grams of carbs. Okay, the worst pizza. Let me see, Chicago Grill Pizza, uh, 4,000. Let's keep going. Let me see, because there's one down here that's going to surprise you guys a little bit. Um, this is a fish taco. How about a fish taco? We should better have a fish taco, right, with rice and beans? No, nope. you think. Mm-mm. Right, that's what I would grab for. <laughs> I would. Okay. Because he, does, he, right. he doesn't eat, well, eat meat. So take the, yeah, take yeah. the tilapia out of there, and you just eat the, the fresh uh, garnishes and whatever come with it then. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you're still getting 4,700 milligrams of sodium. 
in the in the is it in the rap or just the the fish itself or in both? Where is it coming from? Are not- it's everything in there because when you start thinking about all of the um, the things, you know, when you go and you start looking at the the, uh, the rice that they they make, right? Yes. The rice they're gonna put salt in it. When you look at the shells, because in America, a lot of times we don't like to eat things that are just uh, plain. Mm-hmm. So in order to make the um, the the shell tastes better. Okay, they might put a little sugar in it as well as some salt. So that's how they've been uh, appeasing the American palate by putting more salt into things. But they also use a lot of salt in order to preserve the meat. So whether it's chicken, uh, beef, or or even the fish, shipping it across country because these, especially when you're talking about. Uh, restaurants that are chains, in order to preserve those foods, especially like your your your, your grilled chicken and whatnot, right? Yes. They, they ship that stuff in buckets, and when they ship it, they pack it in salt to preserve it. All right. Wow. Right? Isn't that how you cure ham? Yeah. You salt it on the outside, and yeah. you know, and you cure it, right? Yep. Yeah. So you're using salt, and we don't realize that, and it's become a part of all of that we eat. I mean, they're putting it in the dough. They're putting it in the rice. They're putting it in the cheese. You know, it's not even regular, because that's not even regular cheese. You know, it's not even real cheese. It's like what they call cheese food. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and and sprinkled with some addictive uh, chemicals in it so you can get addictive to it. Exactly, exactly. You know what, Doctor? Next time you uh, come back on, I want you. I, I have a special request that I want you to do for us. Okay. I want you to tell us about the chemicals that are put in food that makes us addicted to it. Ooh, that is an awesome one. Yeah, because I've been doing some research on them, but I'm yes. surprised my co-host, he's looking at me like, okay, wonder what's in this, you know, what this is about. But there are chemicals, mm-hmm. Doc, tell them that they put in foods to make you addicted to it, like those those chips that me and Jerry like. Yeah, the ones that oh, you, yeah, they you got tried those. to get me to eat that I, I refused to eat because yeah, I told yeah, you yeah. that anything that y'all craving after like that, I don't need in my life. I don't want that. Y'all go ahead. Doc, <laughs> tell us about the chemicals, please, about the different chemicals that are in food that makes us addictive to food. That would, that would be a pleasure because they uh, actually do that. A lot of times, you know, it, when you were eating at some of the fast food restaurants, a lot of times you would go ahead and have a full meal. Right. And then a little while later, you'd be like, you know, okay, you don't had you don't had the fry, you don't had the burger, you don't had the Coke. You know physically you feel like you're full, but you still are, are um, craving something else. And don't know what it is. And you just yeah, want some more food. Yeah, something sweet. You've got to have something, mm-hmm. you know. But let me hit you with this last one here. I'm going to hit you with this last okay, one. I'm going to yeah, skip all the other ones. Let me yeah, hit you with this last one. Yeah, we got Doc on the line. Go ahead, Doc. Chipotle, right? Uh-oh. Mexican grill. Don't all say right? nothing bad about them now. This is chicken burrito. <laughs> grilled chicken burrito. All right? All right. Okay. 1,179 calories, 7 grams of fat, 125 grams of carbs. Now, when we talked about uh, carbs before, we said carbs is 130 for the whole day. Yes. So this is just this one little burrito has got 125 grams of carbs. But check out the sodium. We said 1,500 milligrams, right? Yeah. That's your max. Yes. 2,656 milligrams of sodium in where we think it's supposed to be the healthy food alternative. Alvin trying to jump in. Hold on one second. I have a question for you in regards to that. So yes, that large amount of sodium, which product to send the burrito that is it actually coming from? Is it coming from the salt that is in the rice? Is it coming from the, the, um, the uh, meat? Uh, in regards, like, what can be eliminated to bring those numbers down? I guess that's my question. 
I, you know what? I can't. I can't give you that because okay. I don't know. Okay. Um, I know, Doc. I can how tell they you. put it together. You know, they don't. You know, they don't necessarily. I, what happens is they take these things, and I could. I might be able to, to to track it down. But they take these things as a whole and say, okay, let's get this one food. Let's send it to the lab, and let's see what the total caloric. Um, Take is mm-hmm. how much grams of fat, how many uh, carbs, okay. and how much sodium is in this, in this meal, so that people can choose the meal. But I get what you're saying because with this, you build your own, mm-hmm. right? Right. And so you would say, okay, well, wh- where would I go from there? Well, you know, I, I think for sure there's going to be quite a bit. If you watch them um, cook the meat, they do salt it. Okay, and and again, remember I talked about the fact that when they ship it from one end of the country to another, they pack in this stuff in salt to preserve it so it doesn't spoil so fast. Mm, That would be the first thing I'd do is eliminate the meat, and then I'd go from there. All right. So, so I'm not going to hold you because we got Dr. Dr. Hamlin on the line, but I would just in closing say I think it's equally distributed because all of the food is processed just off the offset. Mm -hmm. So it may be a little higher one versus other. And then also, Doc, you were talking about per serving, or was that the whole, each one of those meals you gave us, was that the full meal, or was that per serving? Yeah, that that is the meal. That okay. is your meal. You know, so, you know, when you say one serving, one burrito is one serving. Okay, all right, yeah, all right. Yeah, you're not, you're not eating a half a burrito. Gotcha, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's okay. just one burrito, you know. Yeah, so, so yeah, that's where we're at. All right. Well, Doc, thank you so much. But please, Thanks, next week, Doc. I really want that. And we're going to try to make sure we have plenty of time for you on that one because that's a good one, too. All right. Chemicals All right. that make you addictive. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you. As usual, love you, brothers, and uh, be safe. You All too, right, Doc. Love you too. Have a good one. Be safe. All right. All right. Now, Evan, you got to cut back on some of that food. How much, what kind of sandwiches did you have on the way back on your little trip? I'm sure you did. you make any stops to get Hold in on. There? Wait a minute now. Let me but while you're thinking about it, we're going right. to bring Dr. Hines in because she's on the line. Doc, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? Absolutely wonderful. Hey, Doc. How's it going? I got Hey, him. how are you doing? I'm doing well, doing well. Doc, uh, so before what, you... What get... trip are y'all talking about taking? Look, I'm eavesdropping. What trip are y'all talking about taking? Uh, now, <laughs> that was his trip. He just went on. I had just made, made a little trip just to visit some family and uh, get some good get a, a reset and a recharge. Very good. Yeah. Doc, Very good. Doc, you, you know what? I, I got to tell you, you know, I always tell before you get started, y'all got to listen to Dr. Hines' show. Today, I was in the studio, right? Okay. And so the guys was in there working. And so we had the prompt. I was listening. And uh-huh. uh, so I said, let's listen to Dr. Hines. We all huddled around listening to Dr. Hines. And she was talking about uh, women. It was, more, it was more for the ladies than it was for the men today. But she was talking about the women. Uh, one thing she said I was going to tease her about is feeling like they just have to have if you, they the only one can get it right, and they're always trying to be a superwoman. <laughs> and she admitted to having some of those characteristics. And with that yes. being said, I will let you go in. We're listening. We're listening. Tell us what you're gonna talk about today, Doc. You did a great day. Yes. Your show was great, man. It was good. Thank you, Alvin. You know, Alvin always is always picking on me, <laughs> and it tickles me. So I'm, I'm well. I'm gonna go back to the beginning. So what we talked about today, my my friend Dr. Melva Green, who is a psychiatrist. What we talked about today was the strong black woman archetype, the superwoman archetype, and how that is damaging to mental health. Mm-hmm. Because in in feeling that you can do it all by yourself or in feeling that you have to do it all by yourself, when you get overwhelmed, you don't reach out for help. Mm-hmm. And that can become a compounding 
uh, behavior in your life where the next thing you know, you're burnt out and stressed out and, you know, maybe even having mental illness like depression is the most um, the most common mental um, mental health manifestation of that burnout, that particular burnout. Um, and then, you know, all of the, the bad things and the negative things that can happen in one's life as a result of dealing um, with those mental health struggles. But now I will say, Alvin, now you said that it was directed to the women, which it kind of was, but, <laughs> um, but the thing is, every one of us knows one of the women that we talked about this morning. You're right, Doc. And you know what? I'm going to tell you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah, we do. Uh, yeah. Also, I would tell you, I could identify with some of those uh, characteristics of feeling like I got to do this in order to get it right. Right. And then I have a, I have a, I have another person that I know that does the same thing. If you want it done, you got to do it yourself in order for it to do right. <laughs> no, in order to get it done a lot of the time. Now, Doc, tell me about that, what you said about people with that well, personality. To get it done or to get it done done your to get it done or to get it done right. So, you know, I, I was sharing that I had convinced myself that, you know, if that I had to do it myself because if I ask someone to do it for me, they're not gonna do it right. <laughs> and by right I mean they're not gonna do it the way I would do it or the way I would want them to do it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you kinda gotta break that down when you're using that kind of speech, talking to yourself, that they wouldn't do it right. Or it wouldn't get done on time, so I may as well just go ahead and do it myself mm-hmm. instead of asking for help. Yep. Mm-hmm. Whereas the truth is, there's more than one way to skin a cat, right? Right. And so we have to allow ourselves to let go of a little bit of that control, and we have to allow ourselves to say, you know what, if it isn't as perfect as I would do it, it still can be good, and it still can be good enough. That's right. Doc. Yes. I, and in doing that, we can offload some of the burdens on our plate and share that burden with people around us because most of us are surrounded by people who do want to help us. Mm-hmm. And they do see us going through all of the things that we're going through because, you know, life happens, um, and they want to, to be helpful. Another thing that we do... Um, is we kind of self-isolate ourselves when it comes to asking for help. Because, you know, we all know someone who's going through one thing or another pretty much all the time, right? Right. Yes. Um, you know, somebody is struggling with a health issue. Somebody is struggling with something with their children, with their spouse, with their job. We all are struggling right now with this coronavirus, COVID-19 stuff. It's almost time to go back to school and what are folks going to do with their kids. So all of us are having some level of struggle. And a lot of the times, and I know I do this, you know, my go-to person, if I know that she's going through something, I'm hesitant to reach out to her to help me with my stuff Mm -hmm. because I'm like, she's got enough going on. But that leaves me kind of on an island of Carissa with no one to help her. And so, you know, we have to do, as, as Dr. Green was saying, we have to do the work of looking at what our situations look like and what we want them to look like so that we can declutter a lot of the things and a lot of these narratives that we have in our heads yes. um, and get the help that we need and become healthy. And we also can become helpers when we do that as well. Um, because a lot of the times we don't recognize 
burnout in ourselves. And Dr. Green said something that was absolutely phenomenal. So just to give you a background about her, I don't know if you've watched, if you've ever watched the um, A&E channel and the show Hoarders. I have. Yes. Yeah. She is the black female psychiatrist that's been on the show many times. So that's who she is. Okay. I'm trying to see if um, I remember and yeah, and if you if you saw a picture of her, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, I've seen her. She's been on so many, you know, so many episodes, and she's wonderful, okay. um, and brilliant." And she was talking about how all hoarding, even though it's a physical manifestation, that we are really emotional hoarders. Mm. And that that blew me away. Yeah, uh, uh, I, I, he's I on the edge of his question. seat because he want to ask you questions so bad. <laughs> well, no, I yeah, come on. All right, so I, I had a, a previous question in regards to um, yep. what you spoke on as far as the just just trying to get everything done yourself. My question was, uh, or suggestion also is like finding some sort of compromise. You know, life and and whatever you have going on, there's so many different things that are constantly being balanced. You could um, mm-hmm. compromise on in some areas and then the ones that you're stronger in that you can continue to do that you may not need as much help. You know, be more stronger in those areas being that, you know, you have some assistance in the others. That was one thing that I wanted to say. And then now this sure. fellow over here looking at me talking about the whole element of being attached. You just mentioned about being attached to an item. You said in what form did you say emotionally? That we, we are emotional hoarders. Emotional so- hoarders. What she was saying when she went further with that is saying that, you know, all of the hurts and the traumas that we have been through in our lives, that we kind of hold on to those things and then they manifest themselves as to holding on to a physical thing. Okay. Because we are not doing the work of unpacking those emotional hurts and traumas and dealing with those things. We're just kind of going from one situation to the next, to the next, to the next. And the next thing you know, you know, we're much older and adults and we're still holding on to stuff from childhood and, you know, adolescence and maybe when we were in our early 20s. And, you know, we're 40 and 50 years old and we've got just a pile of stuff Mm -hmm. that we didn't deal with. And now it's manifesting that, you know, you've got 47,000 bottles in your house, <laughs> you know, so, and that's how it's, and that's how it's manifesting itself. So, Doc, let me see if I got this right. So is, is, are you saying that's an indication of a person that you, that hoarders a lot of stuff? It's a, it's uh, psychologically something else that they're replacing it with. Is that what you're saying? Definitely. That is exactly right. And she was saying all physical hoarding is a manifestation of some form of emotional hoarding. Mm-hmm. So, so there, uh, yeah, so there's something there with us. And, you know, and then I'm reminded, too, of, of another phrase of, you know, not letting the perfect be, uh, don't let the perfect get in the way of the good. Oh, I like and, that. you know, and I think that that applies a, a lot to us. And one of the things that I mentioned about, and particularly being black in America, where, you know, you have to be twice as good or four times as good mm-hmm. or ten times as good to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. And, and that drive for perfection and for excellence can also make us very, very hypercritical of ourselves 
can make us isolated in that we don't reach out for help because no one will do it as well as I will do it. And this reflects on me. And in reflecting on me, it reflects on my family. It reflects on my community. It reflects on black people as a whole. Mm. You know, we we all have have experienced that, right? Yep. Yes. There's a lot of things we try to carry on our shoulders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so let me ask you this, Doc. Oh, it, no, you go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. No, Evan's going to ask questions. No, I agree with you, Doc. And it, it, it's the positive element, I think, out of it could be it also makes you set a higher standard, possibly also, you think? But isn't that like taking it, on too much, though, Doc? It can. It can, but it also can set you up for setting an impossible standard. Amen. That's what I'm, I agree with that, Doc. As well. So, you know, you have to know where that limit is. So, you know, if everything isn't isn't completely perfect, mm-hmm. you have to decide that you're going to be okay with that. Exactly. Not, not that you're going to shirk on quality or on doing your best job, but, you know, sometimes, you know, it's just, for example, like I hear a lot of moms when we are planning like our children's birthday parties. Mm-hmm. Everything has to be perfect. And if that one last little thing, if you can't find pink napkins to go with everything else, and you've made the cake and the decorations and the guest list is done, but you can't find these pink napkins that are going to go perfectly with the Barbie plate, you're having a complete come apart. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because we are fixating on the perfection that is represented by having the perfect napkins to go with the perfect plate to make the perfect party. Instead of just saying, you know what, I have everything else, and these children are going to use these paper towels, and it's going to be okay. <laughs> Doc, you, you you made a statement uh, on your show today about I like that you said um, sometimes we be afraid of something that is going to fall apart. The worst, what's the worst case scenario? And the worst con- the worst worst case scenario could be it just falls completely apart. And then I think your yep. comeback was, it's okay, you can go back and fix it. You can. You know, a a lot of us, because we have once again convinced ourselves of our own Mm self-importance that we feel, you know, if I don't show up to work, that job is that job just can't function without me. How many people have you ever heard Mm -hmm. say that? Uh, Yeah, I've done that. Doc. Yeah, right. But here's the thing. Here's the truth, Alvin, that I'm telling you, if you don't show up for work that day, guess work is going to continue. without you. Yep. Oh, it will still it is, go It's going to happen. Yeah. Right? It will. Yeah. Um, but in doing that, we don't give ourselves permission to rest. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we don't give ourselves the the permission to just relax. Mm-hmm. And enjoy life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And enjoy life and even enjoy our work environment. You know, that can be tremendously stressful. Can you imagine, like, you know, if I don't show up to work, work is going to fall apart. That's an incredible amount of stress. Yeah. place on yourself exactly you know and so and i tell people all the time i you know with people who don't want to take off from work you know i know people who don't take vacations um you know they never want to take their time off they're saving their sick time and i tell people i'm like look if you drop dead tomorrow your job will be posted before your obituary <laughs> before before your body gets cold and, and that, you know what you know what i'm saying exactly this is what that i want that job is going to continue on without you with you without you it's going to continue on so what we have to do is recognize that yes i am important to my job because i do do a good job and i do contribute value mm-hmm. to my to my workspace however I have to take care of myself first, 
mm-hmm. because if I am not well, then I cannot be that productive employee. Right. Exactly. I can't be that effective mother, father, wife, husband, spouse, lover. I can't be any of those things if I'm not well. Mm-hmm. So it's about it's about balance and <clears throat> resetting and recharging. And I guess. Figuring out if you don't already know what that is for you, because just because you, you know, take some time off or step away or, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, compromise and, and, you know, delegate the responsibilities to happen, you still need to know, Okay, well, in the midst of this, how can I recharge or reset myself? So you got to kind of do some, I don't know. So what, you know, find out what makes yeah, yeah there you go that what's gonna well, what's and, gonna recharge and, you and that was and that was yet another of the many brilliant points that mm-hmm. Dr. Green made today yep. she talked about re-plugging into your element mm-hmm. um, about play about getting outside and reconnecting with the earth and yes. whatever your element is to reconnect with that and reroute yourself in order to bring about some balance. So, Doc, um, before before I let you go, there was one other thing that I learned about um, uh, the show that I mean, listening to your show that really helped me a lot. I remember the, so we so we have our studio now, <clears throat> but prior to this one, there was another studio I was working on, and I okay. wanted it to be so perfect. I wanted it to be so perfect, and it was seemed like it was one thing after another, one thing after another. And there's this friend of mine; she works at Georgia State. And this is what she told me to get me to get myself together because I was feeling like I needed to do everything and it needed to be a certain way. And even after listening mm-hmm. to the show today, I've just determined, you know, I'm just going to do what I can do within this day, within this time, because I don't want to waste a lot of time trying to make something be exhausting myself because it, it's not making sense. Because especially since, you know, you start seeing life is short. And then I had a few other people I know have passed away within the week. I was like, OK, I got to I got to enjoy oh, wow. it today. But <clears throat> what happened was at the first studio. And Jerry remember coming down to see the, the first studio. It was a whole bunch of work to be done to it. It was like, but I saw the vision. I was trying so hard, trying so hard. And so it seemed like everything was going wrong. And this lady told me this right here. Y'all, all of y'all remember this. So Jerry might not know this song. But uh, I talked to one of my, uh, prof- this professor that works at Georgia State. She said, Alvin, do you remember the song, There's a Leak in This Old Building and My Soul Has Got to Move? Mm. I said, mm. I said, I, I said, I can't, I can't talk to you right now because you're trying to make me cry. It just got me so full because I, I was trying so hard to make something work, and one thing after another kept, kept happening, kept mm-hmm, happening. Mm-hmm. She said, "You need to yep. stop. There's a leak in this building, and your soul needs to move, and you rest." Wow. Yep. And I, and so I remembered that when I was listening to your show today. So your, that's why I was so excited about your show. It was really, really good. It really was. Thank good, you so, so much. I gotta Thank go you check so it out. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Was it. Good. It's, yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed I it. I always enjoy her show. She and then she gets to be so fabulous on the show. Yeah, it's another whole story. You gotta, you gotta see it. But I'm not even going. <laughs> She's like, she is really doing a lot. <laughs> Doc, I really oh, appreciate you. I appreciate you so much. I look forward to seeing you on Saturday. Okay. Indeed, indeed, indeed. And thank you all so much. And just as another uh, program plug, tune in on Thursdays at 11 yeah. uh, to Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa. Um, I, next week, oh yeah, next week we have a, um, I'm starting a series called The Survivor Spotlight, mm. where we will talk with different people who've been through different diseases and what their particular experience was, what they have learned, and what they can share um, based upon their experience. I think it's one thing to have me talk about things 
um, as a scientist, as a physician, but it's quite another thing when you can identify with someone that this could be your neighbor, this could be your friend, your church mm-hmm. member, this could be you, and then hopefully that will kind of help you to, to understand um, and take some steps um, in your own life and with your own health. So our first survivor spotlight is someone who has survived COVID-19. Hmm. Okay. okay. Wow, Doc. So I am that, tremendously excited about yeah. talking with her and learning about her experience and sharing um, with that. So that is going to be next week, next Thursday at 11. And you can see her live on Old Fashioned Health Network Facebook page. And, Doc, where can you go Definitely. and see the previous shows? Is there anywhere it's on to our website. go check it's it out? Um, it's on our so Facebook page. So they are on my Facebook page. They're on the Facebook page, Medical okay. Minutes, with Dr. Carissa. Okay. Um, I am trying to figure out how to get those videos loaded to YouTube, and then I also um, will have them on podcast platforms, hopefully by next week. All right. Yeah, I need. So to, you'll yeah. be able to hear me all over the place. I I need Great. to get a copy of all of your previous so we can put them on the old fashioned health podcast that you have too. But anyway, Definitely. so we got one. I think we got one minute before we go. Uh, two minutes, Doc. Can you close up the vitamin C that you gave today? Say again. The vitamin C that you gave for today. Ah yes. So the vitamin C I gave today was talking about giving ourselves grace. Okay, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, we always are, and especially as women and particularly as black women, we are our own worst critics. And um, the vitamin C that I shared, that if I could tell my younger self one piece of advice, is that you are doing the best that you can. Mm. And even when you are not doing the best that you can, you are doing what you can with what you have in the time that you are allowed. And that is enough. Doc, that was great. Thank you so much. Great message. Thank you. You have a great week. Y'all have a great week. Thank see you, you on Saturday. And Alvin, I'll see you Saturday. All right. Be safe. Be blessed. Thanks. All righty. Y'all be safe. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Doc has such a good show. I'm telling you, you should hear her show, especially yes. the one she did today, the late show. It was so good. I, I was so caught up. And the people that was in the studio, they sitting around. I said, y'all, we got work to do. Y'all here trying to listen to Dr. But <laughs> Were you watching so it good. on the monitor? You had it on no, the, we, the No, speaker. I was looking at it. No, we had we was trying to hook the monitors and stuff up, but I had okay. it looking at it on my phone. And so the guys was gathering around. Gathering we were just around. looking. I was like, y'all. And, and, and look, they all three of them, like, the way bilingual. I said, y'all didn't even understand. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. It was funny, <laughs> but it was good. All right, awesome. y'all. So we're going to take this break, and then we'll be right back. All right. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. Hi, I'm Dr. Carissa Hines of Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa, and I'm here to help you make sense of medicine. Join me every Thursday at 11 a.m. for clear, informative conversations about health issues. Don't be intimidated by fancy medical speak. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. to learn what questions to ask your doctor about your medical conditions. Call me and let's talk about your health. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. on Real 1100 a.m. You can also call in at 404-603-8770 with your medical questions. All right, y'all, welcome back. It is time now for us to have a little fun. We've had uh, some great educational information shared with us from Dr. Alexander and Dr. Clarissa Hines. Yeah, great information. Great great information. Uh, And I'm... 
I get excited about when the doctors come on, especially if it's the opportunity to learn. So where else great. can you get this at? I mean, each week, you know, COVID updates, no great information, health. The whole nine. And fun. And Entertainment. Fun. Yes. Yeah. Great conversation. Only on Interesting topics. Yes. All right. So this is the part where we're going to play our music. Um, so, you know, last week I, I went first. Mm-hmm. But we're going to let your three songs go first. And and you know what? And then you can talk about your three songs. Right. We're going we're gonna to go, yo, one, two, three. And you, I think we're going to get about three minutes a piece out of each one. That should be pretty good. Let's do it. What, Let's what do kind it. of music you got anyway? I'm just freestyling on what I was feeling, man. I just, I just, you know, what I was vibing I hope with. You got some good this, stuff. This, this awesome day and that, you know, drive and stuff. Uh, yeah, I hope you got some good energy. Stuff. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. You sound like you're kind of dragging with it. Not, because it's a smooth frequency. It's oh, not, you okay. know, normally I'm like, Hype, 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 hype. Okay. I'm fully recharged. I'm just slowly mm. using that energy because I know I, I you know. Right. Okay. So just, just roll with it. Just let me, <laughs> let me do my thing. <laughs> All right, y'all. This is Alvin and Edmund on the real 1100.
I think somebody got caught up in the music, boy. We back, we back, we back. That was a good selection. I appreciate that. Just a, that was a good selection, Just a smooth man. frequency, and I know it's daytime. I was going to, when we came back from commercial break, I was going to say, welcome back to Video Soul. This is Donnie Simpson, and you are watching. Oh my <laughs> I always God. wanted to do that. Yo, that was like the smoothest cat, smoothest he cat. Really uh, yeah, he really Don, was. Yeah, Donnie Simpson did is, that. Was is, was, yeah. Is he yeah. still on the air, the radio anywhere? I don't know. I saw him do, uh, when they, I think he did the. An award show yeah, recently. The he was Soul the voiceover, Train thing right? they did too. Okay, all yeah. right. I mean, yeah. Soul Train, a BET Awards. Thing. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I think what is it? I'll be sure. Christopher Williams. One of them is like a radio, you know, um, or was. Okay. You know, in a different area. Like sometimes they broadcast like in that area. I know, mm. like in the Virginia area, at one point in time, he. I think Keith Sweat, a few of them, whatever. But you Keith know, if you have that voice and you know that it's a certain kind of energy that you have to be able to project to even be able to play those songs. Right, you just That's can't like have a that R and B. Yeah, you, you gotta, gotta be, be able. able to you got to feel what you maneuvering and putting out to the people. I, I, we might need to work on a, uh, uh, after hours like, like kind of musical element because you know it's, it's some people are not accustomed to hearing such a slow paced song in the daytime. Well, it depends depends on what where you are and what you're doing. Yeah, but that's the energy I was trying to put. It just it's slow. You did down good. I mean, it's kind of cloudy it. outside, nice and yeah, nice. One of, just one of them days you just you know just yeah. chill. Well, I, I'm bopping it up. Bop, do what you I'm, do. I'm bumping it up. So let me. It, it, Okay, y'all, this is Alva's next set of songs, and mine's not quite as, the pavement is not quite as smooth. It is smooth pavement with some uh, stripes on it. How about that? We'll go with that. <laughs> All right, y'all, we'll be right back. This is Alvin. And Edmund. On The Real 1100.
right, y'all. We are back. This is Alvin. And Edmund. Did you do you remember that? I do remember that. It was uh BNGB. She was a branch off of um Hammer's uh team. Yeah. Remember, remember MC? Do you yep. remember MC I do, Hammer? I do remember MC Hammer. Do you Hammer remember? Uh, and the balloon pants. And the balloon pants. Mm-hmm. Did you have a pair of MC no, Hammer I balloon did pants? I, I, I did. did. I didn't like them. Well, did. okay, so I did have one pair. I, 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 I had them. I think I had one pair. I had the Hammer pants. Oh, my God. <laughs> so let me ask you it is Thursday, coming up close to the weekend. Do you have any plans for the weekend since you re energized yourself? Yo, it's. You know, crazy. we have a meeting on Saturday, right? We have a meeting on Saturday? At the studio. Uh, no, I wasn't aware of that. You probably was fishing. <laughs> no, I uh, be honest with you. Feel like I just came off of a weekend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to the weekend, but uh, even if I have to, you know, get some work done in there, it's it's a good balance because I I, I feel you know recharged for right now. You know. I want to encourage everybody to please, please. Um, Make sure you social distance. And if you're going to the barbershop, beauty salon, restaurant, elevator, grocery store, please wear your mask. Yeah, definitely. If you're going in those places that got you confined uh, within a, where you can't be. A small area. Yeah. Closed-in area. So, so Edmund and I are in the radio station. So this table is about, probably from the distance from me and the youth, it's about six feet. Mm-hmm. From where I am to where you are, mm-hmm. um, but we always keep things sanitized. We constantly spraying, hand washing, and all that kind of thing. So people wonder, like, how far y'all away from each other in mm-hmm. the studio? But but even with that, though, to be honest with you, from what you know, you're seeing, there's like I'm thinking they should be like some kind of blockage right here in case like you sneeze or cough or likewise myself or whatever, just to prevent. Well, that's really that why we from... don't. So. Well, one thing we do respect each other is we don't come in here with all the sneezing and sneezing and coughing. And we feel like we're gonna do that. Probably each one of us stay away. Yeah, we we'll yeah, leave out some. So respect. We yeah. not. So we not. Like we ain't writing each other. I'm not writing each other's personal space. Yeah. Where we're talking and and coughing and carrying on stuff like that. But um, yeah, make sure you all wear your mask. And if you go to a store or a restaurant that require you to wear a mask, it's no different than where where it says no shoes, no shirt, no service. Just add one more piece to it that says no mask. Yeah. So you can get some service, all right? So I believe uh, Edmund has another song that he was ready to play, and then uh, we gonna uh, he song he picked out. I don't know what it is. I didn't look at. You you wanna... you know what? Let me let me let me let me let me give a short intro. Okay. Well, you do your and thing. And then okay, when it okay, we've transition like out Doc of it. said, because if you don't do it, it, may not be done right. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> being that I selected this particular song, sure. I want to give my purpose behind it okay. or explanation just so that they the listeners will understand and pay attention a little okay. bit closer All right. there was a documentary during my time of reset and recharge this weekend that I had an opportunity to take oh, a look at which it. I okay. yes I did okay. and it was um, it's called uh, if I'm not mistaken White Stack I don't know if it's pronounced correctly. Um, I'll give you that information when we come back from the okay. song or whatever. Okay. But first of all, it's the, it's, the, it's the era of the 70s, which I have a huge love and appreciation for the fashion, the music, the style, the stage, the whole nine, but even just that um, side of change and, and revolution. I wrap this up. Okay, all right. So this particular speech came on, and I was very young when I heard about it, but okay. it had a huge impact on me. So we're going to go into it, and then we'll talk about it coming back. All right. All right. I 
may be in jail, but I am somebody. I may be uneducated, but I am somebody. I am black, beautiful, proud. I must be respected. I must be protected. All right, y'all. We're back. So I was surprised for you about that. Go, go, go ahead. What's up? Uh, when I was at Jackson State, uh, Jesse Jackson came and had us marching from the dorm down to the Capitol building mm-hmm. to register to vote. He stood on the on the stairs. We were in the rain, by the way, and he had us to recite that entire thing. Really. Yep. Because it's it's longer than that, yeah, right? You yeah. know, and I just gave a little snippet of but it. But it was good and it was and it, it was it was so it, the feeling that it gave you to say it, I can't even explain it to That's, you. It was like cause I was I was those people that were yelling, that yeah. was me and all of my classmates from Jackson State. We were yelling it because we were, we had marched miles down the street mm-hmm. to try to get registered to register to vote. And the other opposition that, you know, that wasn't happy about us being there. Yeah. And we were yelling that out. And it, it was so, I mean, just sent cheers out of my body, not just thinking about that. So, yeah. Yeah, it's very powerful. And when I heard it, I just had to speak on it. And my yeah. mom even told me that uh, in where we lived in Greenville, she went out there and marched with him when he came to Greenville. Yeah. Greenville, South Carolina. I, I, I yeah. did. So very, very moving. I yeah. mean, so you were there. At, at Jackson State when he came to Jackson State. At the point State. in time, was, yeah. This particular one was in 73, but no, just that. No, yeah, wave. That was did, before did my it, time. Did it empower you to say oh, that? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was No matter good. where yes, you though. are in life or what you've been through, what you are you somebody. You remember that every time. Let me tell you, one thing about going to HBCU, when you hear those things that, that Jesse did it at our school. Okay. But our professors talk to us about that every day. So every time I do something, I always think about being an African-American male trying to be and is somebody. Right. Every day. You I mean, are I, somebody. I, I live that every day without, um, uh, I don't speak it, I just live it. I don't talk about it. That's how I, I just am. do it. Just, just, just do, do it, it. you know, because it takes too much time to be talking well, about I, it. Well, too much time. <laughs> Empty wagon make a lot of noise. The most noise. Yeah. With, with no... All right, <laughs> y'all, we're going to get out of here. Thank y'all so much for listening. This Thanks is for Alvin. tuning in. Thank you for our caller also called in today, and yes, this is Edmund. On the Old Fashioned Health Show on The Real 1100. Jesus is God. He won't let you down. And I know. Thank you for listening to this special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. We hope the information provided will help in every way possible. For more information, please visit oldfashionedhealth.com. Tune in at this time next week and stay safe.